0: Hey everybody! This is Friday, May the eighth. This is beginning again with Teresa, and I'm so excited to be here and to have you, you guys, and you girls listening to my first podcast. That uh, will have people on this this program with inspirational stories, great comeback stories, where you know they just came back from from tragedy or from. Uh, The unexpected and, and God intervened and just turned it off for good like he says he will in his word and I'm so blessed with who's sitting here with me today. Her name is Sarah Limley and of all the stories I could start with I can't think of one better and more appropriate for this Mother's Day episode than what we're going to talk about here. Um, so thank you for for being with me. It's kind of odd here without my husband, Scott, but he's a big boy and he understands <laughs> he's going to be having his own too. And so uh, I just want to sh- give a shout out to my husband and say thank you so much, honey, for your encouragement. And uh, he's my, my biggest cheerleader and I try to be his too. And uh, I just look so forward to um, what... Today is gonna gonna bring because this is such an awesome again story for me to begin with, and I'm so excited. Thank you. Anyway, everyone, I'm sitting here with a, a beautiful woman. Uh, when I met her for the first time the other day, and she she walked into the the place we met, I was I was just so taken uh, because she's so full of light and she's so full of, of love for the Lord and for what He's doing in her life and. Again, her name is Sarah Limley, and briefly, I just have to tell you how I met her when um, I decided to, to do these episodes, these podcasts. Uh, I was looking for some stories, still looking, anybody out there have some great stories, just send them my way, uh, org, and uh, I ran across this story in uh, a, a paper that's put out in, in Mansfield, Texas, where some of you are not from this area, and uh, it had a, a particular story in it about this family, and it was called Maddie's Promise, and I read the story, and I thought, well, let me look at their Facebook page, and I looked at their Facebook page, and I was so moved by everything that I read. And so fast forward to me not having contacted them yet, but being at the park and seeing this woman that I knew pushing two uh, beautiful babies. They were her twins. And I'd I'd met this woman a few weeks prior to that, even though I had been jogging past her house for many, many years. And um, I saw her again at the park with these children, and I was listening to her talk about the miracle that they were and uh, how much she loved them. And then she went on to tell me about um, her kids. This is her son and daughter, her son and daughter-in-law. And through this experience of these miracle babies, they they birthed a ministry called Maddie's Promise, which was what I had just read in in this particular magazine a few weeks before. So that was my confirmation that I had been praying about to God, whether or not this was the story. I didn't know it was going to be the first one, (laughs) uh, if I should even do it at all. And so it was a resounding yes. And I described to paula your mother-in-law what was going on and we were just so blown away and so thank you god for making it so clear and she's sitting here in front of me right now and it's just amazing at how god works like that y'all when you just don't know quite really if it's really what you're supposed to do and then you ask for confirmation and he gives it to you so boldly i'm so so thankful to to you god for just for that you're amazing so anyway, I got in touch with this family after I presented it to Paula, and they eventually got back to me. What, right away, <laughs> you're a busy mom. But they did get back to me today, and, and here we are. And, um, and Sarah has a, a, a beautiful story to share. She's strong. She's been through a lot. Her story is of courage, of hope, of inspiration. Um, she is so on fire to help other people who have been through similar situations, circumstances, and I am all for what you guys are doing. I, I, I am so uh, excited to see people that are out there that have turned their pain into beautiful things for other people to help others. And I, I think that's while one of the reasons God allows us to go through some of the things that we do because he knows that we will follow his lead and turn it for good and help other people mm-hmm. and so um we're going to talk about that too so having said all that i want to introduce sarah to to you all and sarah we're going to talk about a lot of things but we're going to take it from the top no, and i let's want do you, it. yeah i want you to tell me about you michael is part of this my sweet michael <laughs> how you guys met how long you've been married <laughs> what that was like oh gosh
1: 12 years okay 12 years 12 uh-huh. wonderful years yes Um, we actually went to junior high together. Really? Uh Uh-huh. And then went to two separate high schools. Okay. And then we met back up with a mutual friend that we both had, you know, kept in contact with over the years. Right. And he called us both for dinner one night. Oh. Yes. Uh And we had dinner and that was history.
0: Is he a matchmaker?
1: He, he is. He is, he's our favorite person. He, he put us back together. So. Aw. Yeah.
0: What's his name?
1: His name is Chad.
0: Chad. Hey, Chad. Chad, Chad you done is good. wonderful. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. real good, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> he's still in your life?
1: He's still in our life, yes. Good. Yes, he's a great man.
0: Well, that was pretty short to the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that there's not a lot of drama there either. Not a
1: lot of drama. It was actually a quick proposal as well. Six months later, Michael proposed, hmm. had a year and a half engagement because we planned a uh, a destination wedding. Where was it? In Dustin, Florida. Okay. Yes, it was beautiful. Um, and then, uh, that was back in 2003 mm-hmm. and then, um, <laughs> 2003? 2003 and then in 2006, we found out that we were pregnant. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause you knew right away you wanted to be a mom I and mean, you've known all of your life, right?
1: All of my life.
0: And this was the man. All this of my the, life. This was going to be the father of your children. The
1: father of my children and he wanted... He wanted babies just as badly as I did, Aww. so it was it was really wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were actually sitting down for dinner one night, and I looked at him and I said, "I don't think I have started my period this this month." Oh, so and he looked at me and transparent. Yeah, as as we're <laughs> in the middle of our Irish nachos, and he looks at me like, "Oh my gosh!" So he runs to the pharmacy and picks up some um, pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. and we take a couple of them, you know, because you just gotta be sure. And all of them showed up positive.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. you go. There you there have it. it. There's that an answer to that prayer. Yes, our family
1: has began. Yeah, it has begun. Sorry. Yes. Um. When we went to our first appointment, everything was fine. But uh, a couple of days later, I started bleeding and cramping, and we went to the emergency room. We found out it was an ectopic pregnancy. Okay. Um, which. In the end, I ended up with a, a, a busted or a broken or a ruptured fallopian tube.
0: Do they know what causes that?
1: The ectopic pregnancy?
0: Uh-huh. They probably do.
1: I do not. Okay. You know, the doctor. You doctors. Say you were in a lot of pain. I just knew I was in a lot of pain, mm-hmm. and it it was devastating because my my mom did not have any infertility issues, Michael's mom did not have any infertility issues. Um, wow. So really, I did not think. My whole life, I thought, oh, pregnancy, boom, it's going to be great, not going to have any problems. And so it began. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to have an emergency surgery to repair the fallopian tube. Okay. Um, but fortunately, I was able to keep my ovary. Yeah.
0: What did what, what were you thinking in terms of your dreams of being a mom? What, did you feel like that was being taken from you and why
1: at that point there were, there were a lot of questions of why, why did this happen? I don't, I don't understand why but, God, you, you, you put this young. desire in my heart yeah. to, to be a mother my whole life. Yes. And now this, I don't understand. So yeah, there were, there were a lot of questions of why, but it, it ended up, um, being to where we had a lot of hope, Yeah, you know, we had a lot of, a lot of hope and the doctor said that it's, it's quite possible that I could still become pregnant and it, and it be a successful pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So we ended up having hope. Okay. Um, then we started trying to get pregnant on our own again,
0: okay.
1: which did not work. Mm. So we went to a specialist and did eight or nine artificial inseminations, which did not work. <laughs> yeah. It, it just wasn't meant to be it, it, at that time. It just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be that way. Um, and the timing wasn't, wasn't right. It just, so we ended up, um, finding another specialist in Dallas and he was said to work miracles. So we went with him and, uh, he did. Um, we had a very successful IVF cycle. They were able to retrieve, uh, well, we had six viable embryos at the end. So we froze four of them and then they inserted two. Wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Amazing. Which I became pregnant with. Mm-hmm. 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 The nurse called me and said, Yes, Sarah, you are pregnant. And she said, Don't be surprised because your levels are very high. You might be pregnant with twins.
0: Okay. And Michael's yes. dad is a twin.
1: Michael's dad is a twin, mm-hmm. my dad is a twin, mm. and my mother is a twin.
0: I didn't know all that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. So you probably really weren't that surprised, right? Not really that
1: surprised, no. At least really. it could happen. It could happen. Mm-hmm. It could. Okay. So
0: So what happened?
1: It was a beautiful pregnancy. Uh-huh. It really was. It was awesome. I wasn't sick. I didn't have any cramping. I didn't, you know, I I wasn't having weird cravings. Yes. I, you know, it, it was really a really, really great pregnancy. Um, up until 23 weeks. 23 weeks, I went to my specialist, and they had noticed that Matthew um had a two-vessel cord instead of a three-vessel cord. So they needed to... And, and they had known this, you know, a visit or two prior to this, but it wasn't an issue at that time. It, it wasn't something to be too alarmed about. So as they continued to watch it at 23 weeks, they said, listen, we need to take every precaution that we can. We need you on bed rest in a hospital to see how long we can keep these boys, you know, in utero. So... um. I was on bed rest at the hospital for three weeks and monitoring, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which was great. That made me feel really, really comforted hearing my, the the baby's heartbeats, you know, it it was, it was really comforting. But, um, at 27 weeks, they said that the two vessel cord was now flowing in the same direction, Mm. which they're supposed to be flowing in the opposite. Okay. Um, we did an emergency C-section and they took Maddie out first came out screaming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, then then it was Preston and they had a little bit more difficulties getting him to breathe because he was so happy and cozy he really did not want to come out um, but he was fine and very stable so they went to the NICU and then I went to recovery Okay. hmm right. so they were born at 27 weeks which is which well, is twins is normally what uh, 37 or 38 okay mm-hmm. okay that's that's full term
0: okay mm-hmm so we had some hospital stays. I had some
1: hospital stays, mm-hmm. yeah. We had the steroid injection so that their lungs would, you know, it would help their lungs develop a little bit quicker. Um, you know, we took all the precautions because we – it was a high-risk pregnancy anyways. So, um,
0: Because of all the things that you mentioned. Yeah. Your, your one um, – fallopian tube uh-huh and then mm-hmm. of course the mm-hmm. artificial insemination mm-hmm. and then twins yes. So they were extra careful with you yes yes
1: and um uh so anyways Matthew was not in in that next those next three weeks Matthew was not really tolerating his feeds very well it was really hard to get a pick line it was it he was struggling and and we just really hoped and prayed that um, he continued to gain weight as, as little as it was. I mean, we were just happy with a half an ounce, you know? Yes.
0: Of course. Um,
1: and Ma- uh, Preston was amazing. He just he, we'd laugh because he looked like a little chubby bunny <laughs> compared to Matthew. So um, And no, Preston did really, really well. He was thriving, but after three weeks in the NICU, Matthew contracted neck. Which is uh, necrotizing enterocolitis. It is an infection in your intestinal wall. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not, or it is just in babies.
1: It is just in babies, okay. in premature babies. Okay. Um, and it it is not always fatal, but in our case, it was. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. No, that's it, it's okay. It is. It's it's okay.
0: Can you let people know how again? It's been how many years? It's been five years. Five years.
1: Mm-hmm. As of April nineteenth, that was his passing. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And now Preston just had his fifth birthday. He did yeah. in
1: March. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big kid.
0: Well, I know that you had talked about the, um, what that experience was like in the hospital. And what glared to me the most, uh, during Maddie's passing was that Michael had not had an opportunity to hold him Mm-mm. during this time. No, but, but now he was going to get an opportunity to you wanna tell Yes. Us about
1: that? Now he was. Um, so it was a Sunday mm-hmm. that, uh, we realized that he had it. I was, I was actually holding Matthew and I told the nurse, I said, if you want to come get him, cause I had been holding him most of that morning. I said, if you want to come get him, I'm going to run to the restroom real quick, and then I'll hold Preston. Well, I had given the nurse Matthew, and when I came back, he was gray, um, a tinge of purple. He was lifeless. It just limp. It was awful. It, it, was, it was very horrific. It really was.
0: And it's, It sounds like it happened really fast, too.
1: It did really, really fast because he was not that color when I was holding him. So I, I don't know, I don't know what turned. I really don't. I don't know how long he'd had it. I don't, I really, really don't. So they did x-rays and of his intestines and, uh, that's when they found out it was neck. They rushed him to Cook's and, um, they, they tried to, to get him stable enough for surgery. But it just, it never, he never, he could never stabilize his blood pressure. But it it was pretty amazing. I I remember walking, I rode in the ambulance with Matthew. They allowed me to ride with him. And um, I remember walking up, like, the back entrance, you know, from the ambulance, you know, where they park. And I was walking up the back with them. And I looked up, once I got up the stairs, and I looked in the waiting room and I saw 30, I don't, 40. I, I mean, so just a, a huge amount of people were there. I, they, yeah. it, 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 I just looked up, and they were all familiar faces. You're blessed. Every single one of them. They were my close friends and uh, family, of course. That's so wonderful. Yeah, they, wow. they dropped whatever they were doing. I don't know where they were. I don't know if they were in the middle of dinner, cooking dinner, changing a diaper. I, I don't know what they were doing. Wow. but. They were there.
0: Mm-hmm. They you were really there. Find out your friends were.
1: Yes, they were there quicker than I was, up in the waiting room. Wow. Yeah, it was really
0: impressive. So when you got there, what happened?
1: Um, it took them a while to stabilize Matthew. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of waiting. It seemed like forever until we were able to go back there. but sure. um, we were finally able to go back there, Michael and I, and um, you know, be with him. At this point, he was super swollen. Just with all of the fluids and the medication and just that infection, you know, I'm sure. He just, he did not look himself. Okay. Really, really didn't. And um, we were able to bring back a family member, you know, one at a time to say really a goodbye.
0: So you were prepared Yeah, for the it.
1: Yeah, we were. Yeah. We knew it wasn't going to get any better. We had mm-hmm. hoped, we had all the faith in the world that he would just, you know, just boom, stabilize, of and then we could do surgery, and then he'd be fine, and then we'll take both boys home, and it's gonna be great. But unfortunately, it did not unravel that way. So um, after everybody was able to say goodbye, we brought in our brother-in-law, um, and he was able to baptize Matthew, Aww. which was it, it was it was a very special moment, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was uh one night is really what we stayed at Cooks he didn't didn't ever stabilize and it was that next day that michael was able to hold him uh, which was the first time the first time mm-hmm, like you had mentioned mm. not the first time that you would ever imagine no. you know holding your baby yes. that's not the way um so the doctors told us that his organs were failing, and um, and they were going to take him off of all of the machines. Okay. So they took him off all the machines. They unhooked him, and Michael got to hold him. And as his heart, you know, slowed down, as, as, he, as his sweet little spirit left his body, yes. um, we sang, you know, You Are My Sunshine.
0: That song.
1: Yeah, I know, every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it, it was a very special moment, and... he passed away peacefully in his daddy's arms it was it was a very special moment it really was
0: well i do want you to know as far as that song goes my mom passed away it's been a year now really she had alzheimer's and um, music is a really big thing Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. those patients and uh, there would be times when nothing else would work except that song and we would sing you are my sunshine and she would just you know come back to you know being normal again and enjoying what was going on so I don't know who wrote that song. I don't either. The Boy It's Anointed. And it, I've heard more people talk about that song in different situations. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was a lullaby sung to my sister and I, you know, all growing up.
0: Was it really? Yeah, by
1: my mom. She would sing it to us. Oh. Even as, you know, teenagers, she would still sing it to us. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty special. And
0: everybody knows that song. So. Everybody knows it. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's so great. it was the lullaby I wanted to pass along to my children, too. So that was that's how we said our goodbye to him.
0: hmm was everyone able to? They allow everyone to come in there with y'all. Um,
1: not when he passed. Okay. But after, after they cleaned him up yes. um, and got him ready to leave that Nikki room, mm-hmm. um, we were able to take him to a private area where everybody got to say goodbye. And, okay. And uh, you know, my parents and Michael's parents uh, got to hold him. Okay. Okay. In a different room, so everybody got to say. Another goodbye, yeah. you know, and it was nice because he wasn't attached to tubes or, yeah. you know, you could just hold him like a, like a newborn.
0: Do you just look back on those moments? Like I was there when both of my parents, you know, well, when my, my mom had already passed away, when my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And I look back at how tragic both of those situations were, but I always wonder what that was going to be like in these situations. I can look back and just see how God was just carrying me through and mm-hmm. I felt that. I felt mm-hmm. him carrying me through because mm-hmm. you're kind of, I was kind of numb and I can only imagine what you were feeling. Mm-hmm. Did you really sense that he was just getting you through it? He was just guiding you through it.
1: Yeah. it. He had to have. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way that no. I would have been able to survive.
0: What would you have done without your faith during that time? Sarah? I really don't
1: know. I, I, I would not. I would not have survived. Mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't because the hurt was so <laughs> deep and so painful. Um, I felt... You know again, the wise I felt angry mm-hmm. i there was resentment i, mm-hmm. I yeah there was just it was a it was a ball of emotions mm-hmm. um denial mm-hmm. you know there's no way that I could have done it without the Lord right,
0: mm-hmm. okay, so y'all all say your your goodbyes we say
1: our goodbyes and for the second time we leave a hospital without our babies
0: wow for the second time for the
1: second time about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was awful.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: It, yeah, it's a sense of it's a it's a different sense of loss too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like oh, I just lost my baby. You're it's it's that motion that you're losing. You know, it's I just had a baby and now I don't get to leave the hospital. Yes. It, it's yeah.
0: And then you go home, Sarah, and you have a room for twins. Yes. Right. And, yes. All, and all of that. So, I, I'm I'm sure you just took it one day at a time.
1: It was one day at a time, and our family and friends really helped with that process. They, they helped Michael, um, you know, with, if he needed help with the cribs and tearing it down and moving it and everything that he needed so that I could be up at the hospital with Preston. That's
0: wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So during, during that time, how can you encourage someone else who might be grieving the loss of a child? What looking back now on five years, what could you say that that Period was was like until things started to turn around and you got back on in the game of life and 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 went on. What was Mm -hmm. that? What could you say to someone?
1: Don't lose faith. Mm -hmm. And and that's the hardest thing in the whole wide world.
0: Sure.
1: That because it's so easy to do. It's you you almost become a victim if you let yourself. It's like why did this happen to me? Of course. Why me? Yes. You know, my whole life I've just wanted to be a mom the most natural thing in the world Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and now you you've taken another baby from me Mm -hmm. that's awful Mm -hmm.
0: um how'd you pull yourself out of it
1: um michael and i really were able he, he was he was amazing yeah and i I know that I couldn't have done it without the Lord, but I certainly could not have done it without Michael
0: you know that's wonderful because sometimes these kind of situations come between couples mm-hmm. y'all are really blessed that it didn't and I'm sure it has to do with your faith yeah yeah, yeah.
1: but we were able um, we're, we're not psychiatrists no. we're not <laughs> yeah. we're not but we were able to counsel each other that's so great and really just talk to each yes. other with you know no no nothing holding back. Mm. And just being honest. And I think that really, really helped also. And we had
0: Preston too. And we had so Preston. And he, he needed you.
1: He needed us. We had to be strong for him. We, There were things that he needed. And, you know, for a little bit, we did have to put our mourning, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'll mourn and, you know, just in, in a little bit, yes. you know, or you go through the day and you still have that pit in your stomach. It's like, yeah, okay, I, I know. I hear you. I hear you. I miss you. I'm painting. My heart is aching, but I have to. You know, I want to be here for this other little baby. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's right. Well, you're you're encouraging a lot of people that are listening. I hope so. It is. I. It sounds. It's not bed. me though.
1: It's, it's not. It's not me. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not. I, I don't even know what else to say that's about okay. that. But it's not me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, some some time goes by, and mm-hmm. then y'all decide, okay, we're gonna we want to continue to grow our family. How much time went by before you did continue that step? to
1: grow? Crazy, <laughs> go through this roller coaster again. Uh, the Preston and Matthew were born in 2010, and uh, then four years later, okay. I believe, yeah, because they were born in 14. So we had
0: a lot of time with Preston.
1: A lot of time with Preston, mm-hmm. and he's amazing. He is. Just a typical five-year-old boy you would never, ever know.
0: And the, the picture that they're seeing there right now, uh-huh. I mean, the children are all beautiful. But <laughs> yeah. tell us a little bit what his little personality is like real quick.
1: Um, he's funny. <laughs> he's really funny. And he is the most sensitive and caring and connected little boy yes. ever.
0: And you had, you told me something just that just tugged at my heart. Oh. What does he say occasionally?
1: It was breathtaking. It, it and Michael and I do not feed this to him. This is not made up. This isn't. It, we're driving in the car, and 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 a couple times this has happened, where he'll he'll say, "Mama," I say, "Yes, baby," and he'll say, "I really miss Maddie." Wow. And and I have to I have to really really say that. That's not something that Michael and I feed him. It's really not. That was. It's very genuine when he says it, and I. It makes me happy to know that we're all still connected, Mm -hmm. you know, as a family. Because I don't. I don't want his memory to be lost.
0: What What do you tell
1: a five year old? Well, it actually started. um, You know, we'd go to. He's he's buried. Uh, We didn't do a cremation. He's actually buried. Okay. And so. Before uh, the way that we made it special was, we would buy those butterfly kits, you know, and and the butterflies would grow in this little yes. um, cage or whatever it is, and we would go release them at the gravesite. So it wouldn't make it this doom and gloom, yeah, you know, or this dreadful or scary thing for Preston. Okay, we wanted it to be natural and still loving. Um, and still in memory of, of Maddie. I love that. So we made it, in a sense, fun, mm-hmm. you know, um, for them to be together. And then just as he grow, as he would grow, he would ask questions about what happened, and now he understands that they were both in my belly. And I think it was very helpful for me to be pregnant again mm. with twins mm-hmm. because he was able to see what it was like from the oh, outside, you know, to see that there are there are two babies in a okay. belly and that's so weird um mm-hmm. but he understands
0: yeah it's beautiful well, you know twins are connected
1: twins are connected and i i can't be more thankful for that absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: okay so what happens so with the this- circus ride yeah
1: three ring circus it all <laughs> begins again um so we had four embryos left
0: okay and that's That's
1: a lot. That is, it's really fantastic. It was very successful, yes, yes. Um, And and they had been frozen this whole time. And uh, we went back through for another cycle, Mm -hmm. and that was a successful cycle. We found out that we were pregnant, and the nurse again said, Hey, Sarah, your levels are high enough that it could be twins again. Wow. And we thought, No, really, seriously. Really, am I pregnant? Just a singleton, right? Just just one, right? She said, No, it's you'll probably have twins
0: wow well yeah. so i i don't know i'm not in your shoes but mm-hmm. to think what you just went through having been being pregnant with twins before did that mm-hmm. enter your mind uh
1: yeah there were a lot of fears yeah there were a lot of fears but I, one thing that i learned from matthew mm-hmm. and from preston is that it's completely out of my control it is so i knew that i got pregnant again mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm and I just I had to go with it I it's whatever you want God yeah. I, whatever happens I know that there's a purpose so um it, it was a beautiful pregnancy mm-hmm. I, I really didn't live in fear of the whole pregnancy Good. Okay. because I had such great doctor's visits and they were growing really really well
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah it, it was it was really fantastic I wasn't sick it was awesome
0: that's wonderful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so how old are these twins now
1: they are almost a year and a half Oh, wow. mm-hmm. and what Preston. are their names? Preston, uh, no, not Preston. Jeez, <laughs> I'm so used to saying Preston, Preston, Preston. Um, Sawyer and Harper. And Harper was actually born first. Boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. Harper's my little girl. She was born first. And then the baby of the family, as we like to call him, because he plays that role so well, uh, is Sawyer. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And so um, I know that you guys talk to them about Maddie because Mm -hmm. through all of this, Mm -hmm. you guys have birthed a a beautiful organization called Maddie's Promise. Yes. And I want you to tell everybody listening, during all all these years, you know, that experience with Matthew and Mm -hmm. the things being place in your heart by the Lord Mm -hmm. in these visions that you're getting to Mm -hmm. do something with his memory Mm -hmm. um what were you seeing in other families at the hospital because we've talked about this that really spurred you on like that this these people need help in this way and these people what was going on what were you seeing
1: okay so I was able to be at the hospital every day Uh Uh the majority of the day of course and um I saw babies, unfortunately, that um, that their parents worked, mm-hmm. and oftentimes in another city, and weren't able to see their babies except for on the weekends. Right. Um, and if they were able to come see them, they would come sleep in their car because hotel. I mean, that that gets really expensive. There's no place to stay in the hospital while your baby's in the NICU, um, and hotel stays just get ridiculously expensive. Um, so we saw families sleeping in their cars. Mm. Which w it just it was so sad anything anything you can do to be next to your baby, and I get it, I would have done it too had I not been you know living ten minutes away from the hospital, so mm-hmm. I understand it um We saw lots of families that weren't able to visit their baby because uh fuel mm. was too expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I guess so, yeah, it, it really was, and meals. I mean, yeah. you
1: just travel expenses yeah. alone, it, and then you have to eat out because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to cook anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it gets really really expensive on top of all of the medical uh, on top of all the medical bills. Mm-hmm. You know, Nikki babies are often termed million dollar babies. Wow. You know. Yes. So it just gets really expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. So things are you are getting into some kind of a routine. I'm I'm guessing, mm-hmm. but the vision and the dream that mm-hmm. God has apparently put into your heart is probably getting bigger mm-hmm. at this point in time. And so when when was the defining moment when you and Michael actually said this is what we're going to do and we're going to call it Maddie's Promise? It was actually that same year that Maddie passed really? away. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, we had to do something. Mm-hmm. We really did. We and wanted when you to say do... that.
0: What does that mean?
1: We had to do something to pass along all of the kindness and and all of the blessings that were given to us because we didn't have to suffer, you know, as far as with medical, not medical bills, but, um, travel expenses, you know, we were really blessed with the family and friends, um, you know, providing us with gift cards. Mm -hmm. They gave us gift cards Mm -hmm. to eat out and go grab a bite to eat. They, they gave us gas cards. They gave us, um, You know monetary donations to help bury Matthew Wow. because you're given two choices when you go to this funeral home or this um this place I I can't even describe it because it was it was terrible we walked in and he said well you have a choice of this or this and the first this was a toolbox Mm. and the second this was you know a a proper burial Mm -hmm. casket wow and there's a significant price difference you know, so oftentimes you have to choose cremation or the toolbox.
0: Is that right?
1: But because of our friends and family, we were able to bury our baby in a beautiful casket. Aww. Yeah, so those are some of the things that we witnessed that is just, it, it's not something that you should ever, ever, ever have to experience. Mm-hmm. And so we want to try and help alleviate some of those burdens from other families.
0: That's so great, and you also you also told me too it was a, it was a promise that you wanted to make yes. as well to who?
1: Yes, to my sweet Matthew. <laughs> yeah.
0: To say what?
1: Um, that his memory will live on. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't want that to die along with his body. It, mm-hmm. His spirit was still in us, and his we we still felt his spirit, but we wanted it to uh, continue. To live on through other people yes of you
0: know yes Wow hmm that's mm-hmm. great so tell us what you, what is the exact mission statement or purpose of Maddie's promise if someone were to ask you oh geez um, <laughs> uh, if someone were to ask me my mission statement
1: it would be to continue on um, blessing all of the families that we possibly can with, you know, alleviating the financial burdens of having a baby in the NICU
0: mm-hmm.
1: or um, having two plan services, because you know, funeral services uh, for Awareness child.
0: needs to be brought to these situations. Absolutely. People have no idea what this is costing. Yeah, families. It's,
1: it's, it's a ridiculous amount. Mm. It is. A, a funeral can cost um, for a baby and it's, it's a typical funeral. It's not um, anything extravagant, just just the basics mm-hmm. can cost six to eight thousand dollars. that right? mm-hmm.
0: I mm-hmm. had no idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Cremations can be um, typical um, about a thousand dollars, six to eight, six to a thousand mm-hmm. dollars, mm-hmm. six
0: hundred to thousand dollars. Wow! So it's it's costly, and that's what we're trying to do. Yes. So before we get into what all is going on with that, tell mm-hmm. me maybe a story or two briefly about some families that you've helped, and what what way, and what was their reaction.
1: It's so funny because um, I think a lot of people are shocked <laughs> that this random, strange, crazy lady, why is she contacting me? Or why is this nurse telling me about this organization that wants to help me? You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of it is surprise, mm-hmm. you know, because you're sitting in the NICU and a nurse will come around and she'll say, hey, listen, you know, here's a Starbucks gift card. Why don't you go get a cup of coffee? Um Here's a card from Maddie's Promise. Why don't you give her a call? She's been through here and, uh, and has had experience. And it, it kind of opens that door for communication. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot. It's a lot of uh, crying when, when we're able to say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm devastated with your loss. I'm really sorry that, mm-hmm. that you're suffering through this. Mm-hmm. But I would like to cover your funeral expenses. Wow. And to be able to say that, as, as terrible it is as it is to have to say that, yes. um, it's pretty awesome to be able to say that.
0: Well, it's coming from your heart, so it's reaching their heart. Yeah. It's been there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing that that you're doing, I think, out of obedience oh, to the call God's placed on your life. Yeah. Um, So many people are being blessed, and so many people are going to come to Christ through this. I hope uh, so. That didn't know Him before, because that's the hands and feet of Jesus. You're not, you know, shoving the Bible down their throat and Scripture. I mean, you're showing them what love, genuine love is really like, which is what we're, you know, supposed to do and then they'll op- be be open to hear what you know the word has to say I hope so Yes, I really do it's beautiful yeah. so why don't you tell everybody listening mm-hmm. um some of the events that y'all have had and maybe something that's coming up
1: awesome yeah uh we've had some some walks um uh, which is followed by a uh, a live auction mm-hmm. and um oh let's see what else did we do um at those auctions Uh, we did live auctions silent auctions uh most recently we have uh partnered with uh uh, farmers insurance there have been two insurance agents that has asked us to be their um their beneficiary Mm -hmm. of of these amazing chili cook-offs that they have done in past years so of course we said yes and thank you (laughs) um and that was Really, really successful. Everybody had an amazing time. It was a great turnout. Um, so we'll be able to bless you know so, so many families this this coming year That's with with okay. what was raised. So we're gonna be doing that again next year. Okay. That was an April event, so we'll be doing that again next year. So if you want to tag along on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. you'll be updated. We this past time we had an events page, so you can friend the event page of that chili cookoff mm-hmm. um, to keep you up to date. Um, we would like to do a blood drive, okay. Eventually, um, because both of the boys had blood transfusions, mm. we just want to give back. It's just a community building event. Just come out and uh, and donate blood. Wow, that's it's it's really important because my boys benefited from it. Okay. So I know that lots of other babies will too.
0: Do you know when you think that might
1: be? I'd, I'd like to do that in the fall. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's It's been a dream of mine for quite some time, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping to get that. Uh, we've got some amazing volunteers that's going to help me get that well underway.
0: And y'all just had the chili cook-off. Just had
1: the chili cook-off, yes, in April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What
0: happened to the weather that weekend?
1: Oh, it was totally a God thing. Yeah. The weatherman said uh, the week before, he said it's a 90% chance of rain, and we're thinking, no, no, of all weeks, Why? Um so we watched the weather religiously that week, and uh, by the time that Friday came around, they said that Saturday was less than 20% chance. Wow. So we just, we had lots of prayer warriors out there just praying for no rain and beautiful, not even, you know, a beautiful day, just no rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it ended up being a beautiful day.
0: And y'all had a great mm-hmm. turnout too, didn't you? It
1: was an awesome turnout. Yeah. It was.
0: How'd you get the word
1: out about it? Facebook. Okay. Uh, we have... A lot of Texas country singers that have um, helped us, and and they have performed at our event, so through their Facebook as well. So we had a lot of their fans come out. So it was it was really great. We had a live auction out there as well. So many auction items that were so fantastic. You know, from photography sessions to uh, sportswear that's been autographed. Yeah, just a, a Mercedes. Oh, you know, a weekend use of a Mercedes Benz. It's it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so everybody listening is probably wondering a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably wondering how they can find you through Facebook. How mm-hmm. can they communicate with you? Uh, they can
1: communicate through our website at MattiesPromise.org, and that's with two T's, yes. not D's. M-A-T-T-I-E-S. Just think promise. of Matthew. Just think of Matthew. Mm-hmm. And um, also our Facebook page, which is also Maddie's Promise.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, what do you need what do you need you need volunteers you need more awareness you need donations is there a checkbox for all of the above
1: <laughs> <laughs> option d um yeah uh all of the above really that that would be most helpful uh gift cards that's always uh, always a huge huge blessing um because that just means that we don't have to go to the restaurants to pick them up mm-hmm. you know um and also a huge expense um break you know for for the organization but um big time like long term mm-hmm. what we would really 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 love to yes, happen like our hopes big. hopes and dreams yes, big. laying it all out we'd really like to have a home a house uh, yes a house awesome. for these NICU families to come and just rest their heads you know mm-hmm. before they go turn around to go to the NICU that next day or go back to work that next day just some place where they can go and find some peace mm-hmm. and uh, comfort mm-hmm. and possibly transportation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, would, we would. We would really like to have a van as well, uh, you know, because some moms are flown in, mm-hmm. you know, to the NICU. They're, they're flown in. They have their baby at the hospital, and they don't have a car to get back home. Wow. So if they were to stay at the house, this would provide them transportation to and from the hospital.
0: That's a beautiful dream. Yes, and that that is nothing for God. It's <laughs> Piece of cake that's, for that's him. nothing for him. So no. that's 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 our biggest dream. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's I think it's great, and okay. this has been such an amazing, amazing podcast for me. Um, I've, I've just been looking so forward to this, and I think what you guys are doing is just so needed. I know it's a call that God has placed on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's. Uh, important that you just speak to the women out there that um have a vision have a dream for their life but don't feel like they can get there for whatever reason i mean if you can do it with a husband and your children and a full-time job um i, I want you to speak to these women out here for whatever reason mm-hmm. it's, it's in their heart but they just can't seem to bring it to pass what would you say to them
1: so you have this vision you have this passion you have this desire in your heart to do something to start something to you know a a movement an organization um i found that god knows the desires of your heart and if it is a a um you know something that's meant to be by him then it will happen and you really just have to listen and and keep your ears and eyes and heart wide open you know um Sometimes it's a, it's their baby steps, and sometimes it's just a gigantic leap of faith, you know. Um, but to listen to it, just always, always listen to the Holy Spirit. That's, it's tough to do sometimes because you hear a whole bunch of racket, you know, this earthly racket. You just hear noise and stress and fear. But listen to it, and if if it's meant to be,
0: then then God will provide it. Mm-hmm. And I like to always like to say to people who ask. The same question: If God guides, He provides. Yes. And you've talked about that. How all of a sudden you know everybody's in place that you needed. You want to talk about that? Yes. Your
1: board and getting your five hundred one and yes, it's it's all in place. Um, and we are now, you know, in a place where it's not why God, why why me, and and is now why not me.
0: Wow, that's growth.
1: Yeah, it really is. That's and it, and it's amazing. It's 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 really a great place to be right now with, with the way that Maddie's Promise is, is growing and and my family is growing um, and changing. So it's it's a good place to be. So yeah. why not me?
0: That's right. Wow. Well, we're gonna end here pretty quick. And I asked you off camera, off camera. Listen to my <laughs> video days, off mic. <laughs> What's the one thing? The one thing, whether it's about Maddie's Promise or all the things we talked about. What's the one thing you want to leave with people before we say goodbye?
1: Oh, goodbye so soon. Um, that they're not alone. Um, it's hard. It's, it's really, really difficult. But they're not alone. And, and they can do this. It's um, Do what? Get through it. Yes. You know, it's, it seems impossible at the time.
0: To get through what life just throws whatever is
1: thrown at you you know it's sometimes it's a pebble sometimes it's just a boulder you know and but you can get through it you're gonna get back up you're gonna recover it might take some time it might not but you'll get through it Mm -hmm. there there is there is sunshine after rain if you will so
0: and you said it you said it earlier and you said it You're going to say it again, because I'm going to prompt you to say it, that we both have said that we really are not in
1: control. We're not in control. Mm -hmm. That is probably the number one lesson that I learned. I'm not in control. And, and I'm okay with that now. And um, everyone has a purpose. Yes. And he will lead you to the right place Mm -hmm. um, where he wants you to be. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be where he's not. That's, you know, one of my biggest things is, Lord, I don't want to be where You're not. God. So, there's a purpose for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Where You have not called me, because if we're going down a, a direction God has not called us to, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. It's not, and it's going to be work. It's going to be effort. It's going to wear off, and you're going to wake up and go why barriers. I, what and is so? This is horrible. Yeah, because it's not Him, mm-hmm. and that's why it's so important that we pray for confirmation when we get these wonderful ideas and these visions in our heart it's so important that we ask God God is this me is it thee or is it the enemy I don't know however you want to pray exactly and make tell me Lord so that I know this is you because it's a terrible thing for it to just to get all in our flesh and go get all excited about something and then wake up later and realize that that, wouldn't, that that wasn't me yeah exactly yeah and so you guys had could not come to that place I believe until there was some tremendous healing Yes. And you could think clear. Tremendous healing. Yes. yes. And yes. you weren't in your flesh. You know, you knew this was him you were hearing from to go forward with. Yes, him.
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was so deeply rooted all of a sudden. That's right. You know, it was such a passion all of a sudden. Um, and we just, we knew that we had to continue on with that promise. That was a promise that it just, it had to go. It, it, it we had to take it and run with it. So
0: hence maddie's promise hence maddie's
1: promise that's praise right. the lord that's right
0: well <laughs> i want to encourage everybody listening to go to their website go to their facebook page read all about what you know has happened and, and where they are now and what the future holds which is bright and so bright y'all are probably gonna have to wear sunglasses right to wear it. <laughs> and get involved um in some in some way
1: i would love it even if you just come out and see us at an event
0: yeah and and just so anybody listening because there's so much with you girl there's so so much <laughs> you have so much to share if if, I do. if someone wants to talk to you about infertility if somebody wants to talk to you about the loss of a child mm-hmm. taking leaps of faith all of these are you okay with please getting bombarded <laughs> my book it, it, it's open
1: okay i, I really do it's it's not talked about enough okay it's really not so and I'm, I'm a good listener too i'm a i love to talk but i'm a really good listener too yeah. so yeah yeah give me a shout
0: well thank you so much sarah of
1: course it was yeah. my pleasure oh. thank you so much
0: oh I, it's, I'm, I'm just overjoyed with this and thank you so much for you know just coming on and spending these last couple of hours with me and thank you michael and your children for (laughs) watching the babies tonight for a while (laughs) yeah and thank you everybody for listening for Mm -hmm. causing this and happy mother's day to the mommies
1: that don't have a baby to hold Mm. to the mommies that uh that have you know lots and lots of babies happy mother's day to those to every woman Really, to every woman Happy Mother's Day
0: Yeah, happy Mother's Day That's right Yeah And until we talk to you again Whenever that's going to be I hope soon (laughs) (laughs) That's right I'm going to just say it Keep living it up While beginning again